Creative Studio Academy, Semester 1, Session 20. When to Stop a Creative Project. Welcome to the Creative Studio Academy. This is the podcast to help you learn and explore how you can start and improve your skills with online content creation. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I will be your guide on this journey. Thank you for stopping by the Academy again. My name is Joshua Rivers. I'm definitely excited to be able to bring another interview to you to be able to share the experience that he has made. We're speaking today to Alex Barger, host of the podcast, The Leadership Dojo. Alex and I first met on 48days.net, and so I've met several great people there. If you have not joined in that uh, community there, I definitely highly recommend checking that out, 48days.net. Now, Alex and I both started our first podcast at the same time, or pretty close to the same time. I think I may have been a couple weeks ahead of him. But we started our podcast at the same time, and we kind of grew through some different experiences. And so we had two different um, areas that we were focusing on. And so she was, um, he was primarily talking about leadership and, and a little bit with personal growth. I had a little bit of overlap on my podcast. Mine was primarily about personal growth and trying to achieve a better quality of life. And some of the things happened to touch on leadership, but it was a minor area. So there was a little bit of overlap, but generally we were in two different areas in our podcast. Anyway, so we had shared some experiences here and there, and then um, he announced that he was going to be at least stopping for a little while on the leadership dojo. And so this was uh, a couple months ago. And so I wanted to reach out to him and see if he would be willing to share some of his story and maybe some of the reasons, because uh, one of the principles that I think we need to learn is that as we start or even as we're in the middle of some sort of creative project, we need to realize that there is the possibility that we may have to stop doing whatever that is. And so Stephen Covey uh, promotes the uh, practice and the habit of beginning with the end in mind. Um, and sometimes we need to begin having in mind the fact that this could potentially be something that does not continue long term. It may just be a project for just a short term, uh, help us be able to kind of get things established and maybe be able to get a certain thing out into the world. But it may have to come to an end at some certain point. And so Alex talks about some of that in this episode. So if you want to get the show notes, you can go to creativestudio.academy slash 1-20. And that will get you the show notes to this. And so um, so I'm going to play the interview. I'm not going to have anything really after the interview. We're just going to go ahead and end with that. Um, but if you want to get to the show notes, I may have some additional thoughts on it. And so... Uh, if you want to go there, be able to check that out. And also you can leave your own thoughts on this as well there at the bottom of that. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and roll right into the interview and I hope you enjoy it. 
All right, Alex, welcome to the Academy. How are you doing? Man, I'm living the dream. I'm talking to Josh Rivers. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely glad to be able to talk to you. And so, uh, long time coming. And so, as I mentioned in the introduction, we met on 48days.net. Um, we both started uh, our first podcast relatively close to the same time. Yeah, and um, and so we kind of gave each other feedback as we did that. So I definitely appreciate that. And uh, since then, I really enjoyed listening to the podcast that you gave, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, and just kind of the uh, process that you went through, um, through each of the different stages. And so just to kind of give us an overall idea. And so why don't you go ahead and just uh, start by giving us just a little bit more information about yourself personally, and then uh, we'll kind of get started as, um, as how you got started with the Leadership Dojo. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, and th- thanks again for just having me on the show. I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, I was 24 years old, and I just graduated from pharmacy school. And I had no clue what to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> I, uh, I went through a lot of rotations and job interviews. And um, I was really almost shaken up about what I truly was going to do with the rest of my life. If I wanted to be a pharmacist for every single day uh, of the rest of my life. And I was really scared. I was really nervous about the idea of, of, of being someone who, um, was at a counter and, and stood for 12 hours a day. And so that led me down a really long path, Josh. It, it led me down a path of, of doing something called a residency, which is similar to what medical students do. And I got specialized training, uh, so that I could be, a, um, a little bit more, I guess, clinical in nature in my role. And, um, so in my residency, I started listening to podcasts and I found Dave Ramsey and that led me to Michael Hyatt and that led me to Dan Miller. And that's how we connected on 48 days. And, uh, I, I realized through all of the encouragement of these people that I, I was meant to do something greater. I was meant to do something that made me feel fulfilled. And I realized very quickly that I wanted to be a teacher of some kind because that's when I felt like my my will or my passion was on fire. That's when I felt like I was the most alive. And that's how I still feel whenever I'm I'm teaching, is I feel more more alive than I ever could be. And so <laughs> and I had no clue what I wanted to do next. And then I basically said, well, all these cool people are doing podcasts. I want to do one. And so that led me to the Leadership Dojo. All right. So um, so what time frame was, was that when, they, when you started that? What? The – I'm not good with dates, John. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, I'll, I'll tell you a rough estimate. So I had been listening to podcasts probably for about – five to six months. And I started listening to Pat Flynn. I think we all started doing that at some point. And I got really inspired to just do something online because I had never done it before. And I thought, 
man, I, I, I want to make passive income. I want to be Pat Flynn. <laughs> and so I did a bunch of things online and I started to realize, well, I suck at all this stuff. And um, I ran into um, Pat's make a podcast thing. He, you know, he had a bunch of videos on there that were all free. And I said, well, I want to make a podcast. And so that happened around probably March, but I had no clue what to talk about. And I was really, really into self-development at the time, and I still am. And so I, I didn't really know what to call it. And then I, one day, honestly, I was watching Duck Dynasty, and I thought, oh, Dynasty, that's a sweet name. So why don't I call it the Leadership Dynasty? And I thought, no, that's, that's just riding on their bandwagon. And so literally the next word that came into mind was Leadership Dojo, and I launched the website probably in May. I joined John Lee Dumas's Fire Nation Elite. I was I was a part of that founding fifty group that he had, and then the podcast itself launched September twenty third. That date I do remember. Okay. Of twenty thirteen. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Well. Um... Now, what what were your expectations or your thoughts as far as what you were going to try to accomplish with the podcast? (laughs) Good question. (laughs) Um, Like a lot of new entrepreneurs, I really did. I didn't have a, a plan. I didn't have goals. I didn't know what really to expect. And I was really just blown away by the success of the podcast uh, within the first month, I think I had about 18,000 downloads. And then for the second month I had 22,000 downloads um, for the month. And from there I realized, okay, well, what, what am I doing here? Because really I was giving my platform to speak off of, but a major problem with this model that I chose was that I picked a niche that I did not really understand all that well, the leadership niche or the self-development niche. And that's, I guess, a warning for people who want to choose something that they don't know a whole lot about. If if you choose something you don't know a whole lot about, um, it's very hard for you to create products and services for a very eager audience. Um and, and have them buy. My plan was to become some, some sort of pseudo online business podcasting coach. And I did do that. I made um, most of my money from coaching, from masterminds. And I think the height, the height of the leadership dojo, I was making probably around $1,200 a month from all the, all my masterminds and from my coaching clients. And I guess that those were my expectations for the podcast. Okay, so as as time went on, um, how did did your expectations change, or did just uh, um, did it not grow like you were expecting to, or what what happened with that? That's a great question. About, I guess, February of this year, so September. October, November, December, January. The podcast was doing great. I was getting um, over well over 10,000 downloads each month. 
and I wasn't, I wasn't really doing anything uh, to share it. I wasn't marketing. I wasn't marketing it on social media. I wasn't trying to blast it. I wasn't sending it out to people to share it. It just was growing organically. And I loved it because I hate, I hate push marketing on social media. I just hate it. So I, what I, what I realized was I needed to start doing something with coaching and around February, I realized this inner desire that said, you know what, this is becoming a chore. I started to not enjoy interviews as much. I started to see them as kind of a, a mild hassle. And the, I realized why I felt that. It's because the effort that I was putting into this podcast was exceeding the amount of return that I, I was seeing. Um, I was probably spending anywhere from probably eight to 15 hours a week on, on this. And I, I, I had a virtual team. I had a VA from the Philippines and India and um, uh, a, a, a DJ who was editing my podcast. So I was streamlining everything. I really didn't have too much work to do, but I was trying different things. I was making different small products. I was launching new coaching programs and I, I just wasn't seeing a whole lot of people interested. And a part of that probably could have been the fact that leadership is such a broad thing to say. I mean, when you say, when you say something like, oh man, he's really good at leadership. I mean, what does that, what does that even mean? It's kind of like saying, oh, Josh, you're really good at sports. Um, mm -hmm. But does, does that mean you're good at cheerleading too? Uh, probably not. So it, it, it just became too much effort and not enough return, even though it was very, very successful. Hmm. That's interesting. And so um, I, I remember when, uh, when you kind of made the announcement of 48 days that you were um, contemplating not continuing the, um, the dojo. And so um, I, I know that, that me as well as other people were kind of shocked at, at that. And so, um, just trying to get your perspective on that, but as <laughs> as you're telling your story, um, I can see I've I've heard a lot of people or seen a lot of people that have written similar things that hey I'm not getting what I expected and it's, um, but but a lot of times as the the things that they were looking at you were getting uh, because they they couldn't get the numbers they couldn't get um, some of those different things but it just didn't match up with your expectations, so as someone is getting started or maybe as they're trying to grow a venture that they're getting into one thing I think then that you're saying is that you probably need to really look at your expectations and mm -hmm. what it's going to take to be able to get there. This is such a huge lesson that I think you almost have to learn by failure or mistake. I mean, you can read all the business book and books in the world and, Unfortunately, we are creatures that learn by failure. And I, I I know that not a whole lot of people want to do this, but if you're about to launch something, or even if you just started something, and even if you have a, a well-established business model, you need to have an exit strategy. You need to understand at some point, when will you evaluate your journey and be willing to pivot. 
and you need to you need to have expectations of okay, I, I want to I want to be making this by this date, or I want to be doing this by this date. And if you're not making it by then, it's time to evaluate: should you continue doing something? And uh, the birth of my second daughter really threw me through an evaluation time. I. I, I made the mistake of promising that I would continue continuously publish while my um, while while I was on paternity leave, and I I didn't make that. Um, my daughter was born on a on a Monday, actually no Sunday evening, like around eleven twenty p.m. on a Sunday evening, and I I didn't even think about the episode on Mondays because I normally publish on Monday, and I totally. I totally botched it. I missed it. And then the week after that, I missed it again. And I started to think, why am I intentionally not doing this? Why, why, why is this happening? And I started to realize that this, this has become something that is very successful and would be great for me to continue if I didn't want to see the return on it. You know, I think uh, a mutual friend of ours, Eric Fisher, mm-hmm. of um, Beyond the To Do List. I talked with him for a while about this idea of doing podcasting part time, and he said something really interesting to me. He said, "You know, I'm not really looking to do this." Oh, this was months ago. Okay, so I and don't quote me on this. I don't want everyone tweeting to Eric Fisher. Alex Parker said this about you, Eric Fisher. Oh crap! You know, but he said something to the effect of months ago. I'm not really looking to to quit my job and do this full time. You know, I'm having fun just doing this as a side hobby. Just because I'm podcasting doesn't mean I want to quit my job. Mm-hmm. And that really, you know, made me think about what we're doing here and creating all these online platforms. And that made me think about my goals and my ambitions. And so from here, the reason why I'm doing all of these things online is my my why is is my family and financial freedom. Uh, I want the ability to live without debt and to buy the things that my wife wants to buy. <laughs> um, and so that that made me say, you know what, I'm spending way too much time away from my family and focusing on on this podcast and not seeing the return on it. Hmm. So you know, and you know what, Josh, I want to, uh, I want, I know I probably shouldn't do this, but I I want to apologize to the audience. If I sound a little scattered, this just happened. I mean, today it's the beginning of August and I'm still shaken up about quitting the leadership dojo. I, it was really bitter for me. And I mean, I, if you listen to the last episode that's uploaded, like I almost got to the point where I cry and I hardly ever cry. I thought, I, why am I getting so emotional about this? And, and when you find something that you love doing and you realize that you have to quit, it was, it's so hard to quit, but that's why it's so important to surround yourself with people who are much smarter than yourself so that they can help you make that decision. And that was, that was really crucial for me. Yeah. I appreciate your uh, openness in this. And so, so yeah, like you said, I mean, this is still fairly new and, um, but I was wondering, do you know, or have an idea of where you're going from here, what your ideas are with um, yourself personally. And then uh, um, I know there are some ideas that were thrown around as far as 
um, what might happen with the dojo. So what what are your thoughts and your plans or um, at this point? Do you want me to just talk about the dojo and then I guess we could talk about future? Sure. That'll work. <laughs> the the dojo. God, I, I love that name. Leadership dojo. And I, I don't want to give it up. Um, I honestly think there's a New York Times bestselling book with all that content that I've I've gathered. The wisdom from some of the leaders on that show is so good. And I, I would love to revisit it someday, honestly. I every once in a while I think about going back to it, you know, starting it up again, interviewing people. But I I just don't have the time and I have to choose wisely what I do with it. I um I honest I tried to get a few people to take over the show, to purchase it and to take it over. And one guy was really promising and I really liked him and I thought he would do a, a fairly decent job. He was close to my age. And, and he wanted to continue the the mission of the dojo, which is to create your legacy. But it, it didn't work out for him. Uh, it just wasn't good timing. And so after talking with a few people about it, I, I realized that I just need to put it on the back burner. Um, and I don't know if or when I will revisit it. That was, that was a very, very hard decision to make for me. Um, because you know you create something you love and you, and you want to keep on seeing it grow and you want to see it successful, but um, man, even now I'm getting I'm getting shaken up about it. <laughs> um, but uh, for right now, I'm I'm just putting it on the back burner, and I may re- revisit it in years to come. But for right now, it's it's not it's not going to come. So right now you're just trying to put some more focus into your family and and trying to um, grow grow that aspect of your life right now, or, or or how's that going with you personally? Then, well, with a newborn, life's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Luckily, our daughter started sleeping through the night about um, four four weeks in or three weeks in, so that worked out really well for us. Um, but. A major reason for this transition is that I decided to change niches, to change businesses, and I, I guess I, I, I'm announcing it here. I've already launched it, but it, I've created a, a niche website called Pharmacy School HQ, and I've probably already glazed over 99% of your audience. <laughs> um, but basically... This is, I mean, this is a big learning lesson for me. I am choosing to do something that I already know very well, and that's that's pharmacy school because I graduated from it. And I'm using all of the knowledge that I've learned from launching a podcast and a platform in, into a niche that no one is really serving. No one's serving pharmacy school students. Very, very few businesses are. And so... I'm I'm taking my passion for interviewing, I'm taking my passion for teaching and applying it in a in a niche that I actually know quite a bit about. And I'm I'm so happy that I've made that decision because um 
it 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 feels like I'm kind of back in college. <laughs> and it's it's really just a lot of fun and my wife is able to help me out now more with this. And it's just been some a decision that's been very settling for both my wife and I. Um, so I, I believe that answers your question. Yeah, so right. I, I'm definitely excited for what's going to happen with you and uh, what you're working on. And so uh, I, I know that there's probably a lot of people that uh, will miss the dojo. Um, and then if and when it comes back, I'm sure there'll be a lot of support for that. Um, but at the same time, I mean, looking at from your perspective, you can't keep doing something that is not meeting your expectations and the, the passion is not there the, the way it used to be. And so that's one thing that we really had to consider as we're working on something. And so I'm going through a similar um, uh, stage in my in my in myself with some of the things that I'm doing online as well. And so um, I'm definitely taking this to heart um, as I'm considering what I would be doing with some of the other things I'm doing. And so you're not uh, quoting this podcast, are you? No, not this one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's reassure everybody. Don't worry. Yes, definitely not this podcast, but I, I have uh, I have like a dozen irons in the fire. And so um, it's just too much to be able to put the focus into each one. And so um, and so that's one reason why I was excited to be able to talk to you about what you're doing um, so that I can kind of get your perspective as well. And I know that this is something that could be very helpful for other people, especially um, because usually when someone starts um, a project, um, some sort of endeavor, they usually don't think about the possibility of it ending, um, or completely changing from what it was originally. And so I think that's something that's important for people to really consider that just because something starts in a particular way does not mean that it's going to continue with those same expectations or the same um, format or I mean a lot of things could change with it I mean it may even come down to like with the leadership dojo that you may have to put it to the side and potentially even just stop it altogether. and so um, I think that's an important lesson for people to really keep in mind as they get started so do you have any anything you'd like to wrap this up with any advice or any uh, story you think might be relevant to what we're looking at Know your expectations. Um, I remember going through marriage counseling and my, my counselor told me the reason why you will fight with your wife most of the time is because failed expectations. You will expect something and it will cause, uh, and if your expectations are not met, if you don't communicate it with your wife, you will be frustrated and you will fight with her likely. And I found that to be fairly true. <laughs> and the same is true really of any endeavor we do. I was not clear on my expectations for the leadership dojo. By all standards and by all the standards that a lot of the podcasters talk about, I had great success with the leadership dojo. I had tons of downloads. And my show was very popular and people were commenting and sharing and, and talking about it with other people. And that was great. But I had no clue how to really serve an audience with products and services. And I learned a lot. 
and I failed quite a bit. But I learned that if if you if if I don't understand what my goals are and my expectations are, then I will undoubtedly be disappointed. And I and I am. I am disappointed that the leadership dojo did not get enough success. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like building a boat and by the time you're you're done with it, you realize that oh there's a giant gaping hole in the bottom. You put all that effort, you put countless hours and here you are standing at a boat that has a giant hole in it and it's going to sink. And it's really, really hard to walk away from that. Now, I don't want to say that my this boat, the Leadership Dojo, is a failure. I think that it did change a lot of people's lives. I know for a fact it did because people told me in emails and conversations. But I know for a fact that any failure that you face, any failure with business, with life, that's honestly what makes you salty. <laughs> that's what makes you alive. That, that's what teaches you the lessons of life that you have to learn. And we have to go through these things for some reason to learn lessons that we would have never learned otherwise. So I encourage you that if you're going through this process of, of being creative, creating something that creates value in this world, I urge you to surround yourself with people who have gone before you. You know what? Connect with Josh. I know Josh is a really nice guy, and I know that he um, he helps a lot of other people create things. Connect with him because he has gone down this path, and or connect with me if you want. It doesn't matter. And talk talk with people who have gone before you so that you can learn from them and ask them questions so that you can prevent yourself from heartache or wasting time. And that's honestly, I mean, we're all in this journey together. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't for my personal board of directors, if it wasn't for my mastermind, I may still be, um, may still be doing the leadership dojo or actually even worse. I would have never started the leadership dojo if I had, if I didn't have my own mastermind. So that's that's the message I want to leave with your audience is surround yourself with brilliant people who who want to dream bigger and push you forward. I like that. So I definitely want to thank you again for taking the time to be on uh, on this show and be able to share your story. Now, as we wrap it all up, why don't you just go ahead and let everybody know how they can be able to best get a hold of you if they want to connect somehow. The best way to right now is probably through email. I do read all my emails, um, and my personal email is alexmichaelbarker at gmail.com. And you know what? I want to try something because I, I know that no one ever does this, and I know no one usually ever takes the call to action, but I, I dare you to call me. If you're, if you're in the same position or you're struggling with starting something, I dare you to call me. Um, my phone number is 231-468-1337. <laughs> I've never done this before, Josh, but I, I bet you, you 
I bet you one person may call me, and it, it could it could change your life, and I would gladly talk to you because had it not been for the people that I talked to many months ago about starting an online business, uh, I wouldn't be here right now. It's because I talked to them over the phone. So if, if you have a question or, or if you need help, I dare you to call me and I'd love to talk to you. Uh, please don't call me in the middle of the night. I'm in central time zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Duly noted. Well, thank you again, Alex. We definitely appreciate it. 